welcome to Chasing Barefoot Ultra. I'm your average runner, chasing some big distances and learning a lot along the way. Welcome back to Chasing Barefoot Ultra, where we talk all things running, mindset, and really tuning into your body. Also, welcome to 2022. I'm not big on New Year's resolutions, but it's always kind of a fresh start uh, into a new training and new goals for the year. Uh, This week, what I really wanted to talk about was cross-training and strength training and adding it into your regular routine with running. Before I dive right into that, though, this last week or two has been pretty slow on the running front for me. It has been ridiculously cold here, down to like minus 37, feels like 42, possibly colder. And I just didn't quite have it in me to go out in those temperatures. I did get out for a couple of runs. One was, I think, minus 25. I just kept it short. I took the dog with me too, but he had to wear booties because his feet get pretty cold. Otherwise, he did really well. He was getting pretty cooped up, the same as how I was feeling. So we both just really needed to brave those temperatures and get out the door. It did feel pretty good. I had some fairly good pacing that I wasn't really expecting for those temperatures. Maybe it was just me trying to get warmed up, and that's why I was going a little bit quicker. Of course, with the dog, there are a lot of pee breaks and sniff breaks along the way. So that isn't always reflected in the overall timing, but it was still nice to be out and we didn't freeze. So that's a bonus. As I kind of dive into my next bit of training, looking ahead to, you know, what I really want to achieve this year, I really wanted to talk about adding in that cross training and the strength training. I didn't do this initially when I first started out. I had thought about it and I had tried to add in even more regular yoga just to help stretch things out and to help improve the running. One thing I really found though was it almost got to be too much. I needed to just focus on really one thing at a time. So that's where I went out and I ran. And I did hit, you know, some good distances and some decent times, and I was really proud of what I achieved. There were definitely some aspects that, you know, felt weak, and that is really what you're going to be able to address with the strength training. My thing is, though, is when they say, well, you need to be doing this or need to be doing that, I tend to get my back up a little bit. You don't need to be doing anything. Will strength training and cross training help your running? Yes, of course they will. Just like your running is going to help you feel better. It all contributes to your overall health and the healthier you are, the better you're going to run and the better you're going to feel. However, if you're just starting out or even if you're not just starting out, but if what you want to be doing is running and you don't really love the cross training aspect or the strength training aspect, 
you don't need to do it. It will help reduce, you know, risk of injury, etc., etc. But for me, when I started out and getting back into running more regularly and trying to push these distances, it was either I just run and I really find my footing there, or if I tried to add in everything I felt like I should be doing, it was it's all or nothing. So if I felt like I needed to strength train and cross train and run to be able to run, then I might be able to sustain that for a little while, but I would find, okay, well, if I'm not able to get the strength training in or the cross training in, then I can't just go out for a run. And so I would wind up doing nothing, which is obviously not a great way to improve your running. So for me, it was important to just be able to go and run. Knowing that there were areas that were weak, areas that I did need to work on, I needed to keep a little bit closer eye on the mileage and how quickly I was increasing that, you know, chance of injury. I needed to keep an eye on those things. But I did give myself permission to just run, to not have to include the cross training and the strength training at that time. And it worked well for me. And as I grow as a runner, as I you know, learn more about the sport, more about trail running and just getting myself comfortable in that aspect, then I find I'm more inclined to add in some cross training, some weight training. I can see not only the benefit of doing it, but I enjoy it a lot more. And I think part of that is really because I've allowed myself that time to find my niche in running. I can be comfortable doing that. I can, you know, fairly easily find, you know, what distance I want to go, give myself permission to go farther or shorter, depending on how that day is feeling. And so that, while it's still an effort and it's still something I work at, feels a little bit more second nature. So then when I'm adding in strength training, I can really focus on, okay, what do I need to strengthen for running? And how can I do this in a way that is sustainable and really learn in that aspect what works well for me? So I can integrate that into my general training and running in a way that feels good and it doesn't feel like I'm piling on too much all at once. And I really am treating the strength training like I did when I first started running. So I have my set days that I want to strength train and I have kind of my base time that I want to dedicate to it. And if I go over that time, bonus, but it's still a time frame that is reasonable, that I can go and knock out fairly quick, but still feel the benefits from it. So what I tend to do right now is I'll 
do like a 25, 30 minute weight training session. It's weights and body weight. If I want to go a little bit longer, I will, but generally I've been keeping it in, you know, that 25 to 30. And I find it's helping those weak areas a lot. So my main focus is, of course, core and just the very um, top of my leg. So general leg strength, but really increasing that uh, top joint. And that's because that's where I would feel it first when I was running, be in my lower back and kind of in that ligament. One of the biggest stumbling blocks for me when it came to adding in strength training was really, what do I do? What exercise is going to actually be really beneficial and feel like I'm achieving something and not just, you know, flailing around for 25 minutes doing nothing? Because I don't want to waste my time doing it. If I'm putting that effort in, I want to know that I'm doing the right things. And there's, I mean, oodles of information out there, exercises to do, and it can become very overwhelming very quick. Especially with this new trend where it seems like people are combining so many different workout moves into a single workout. So, you know, you're doing a squat and, you know, weights and everything else all within one move. And it's tough for me to see that and be able to do it properly while trying to follow along when it's moving quick. And that's actually how I ended up injuring myself. I think it was last year. I was trying to really follow this one program and just what they were throwing together and how quickly they were running through it without, you know, really the proper form check. And it just killed my one knee. And so then I was pretty concerned about doing squats or anything after that because I didn't want to re-injure, which was counterproductive because then I ended up having that knee issue that cropped up here not too long ago. And I started to look into how to, you know, properly do a squat and how to really strengthen that area safely. So when I peeled back all the different layers in those exercises, and I started to really look at people who do this professionally and, you know, what exercises are they doing? And I started to see that they brought it back to the basics. I don't need anything too intense or too crazy. I just need the very basic moves and something that I can replicate safely. And so in watching different videos and listening to different takes on how to really incorporate this, I found that I wasn't the only one that thought these super, you know, complex and convoluted exercise were a bit much. And they really encouraged everyone to just take it back, take it back to the basics and really learn those moves. 
in doing that, I found that squats with a band have really improved my knee and fairly quickly. And I've found that taking the time to, you know, learn the proper move and to keep them really simple, I don't end up missing areas or forgetting different ones. And it, I see the improvement. I can see, you know, my lower back no longer hurts when I go out. And, you know, that part of my leg is feeling a lot stronger. And they're very simple moves and that's all we really need because my main focus is running and that's really where my joy is keeping these so they're simple i don't have to really think about them too hard at this point anymore i can just plug an audiobook in or a podcast for that half hour and just knock it out and I can see that improvement, but I think adding it in the way that I did and starting with running and not feeling pressured to add in everything else has really helped it be a natural progression. It helped it be sustainable and to keep me moving forward and just feeling like I'm being productive with it. My Favorite strength training and I guess cross training a little bit app that I use right now is the playbook. I follow uh, Sally McRae on there and I just like it because I know her workouts are going to help me improve as a runner specifically and I don't need to question that. I don't have to be like, okay, is this actually going to help me run? Is it going to make me stronger in the areas that I need to be? Because I know she's well-educated in this area, experienced in this area, and I just feel very confident in incorporating those. One thing I do, though, is I don't follow a workout every time. I have followed a few different ones, and then I'll build out my own sequence from those moves that I like. And I'll just continue on with that for a while. When I start to maybe get a bit bored with it or feel like I need to add in something different, then I'll check out one of her other workouts and maybe I'll follow along with that. It's nice to have the option though to just kind of freestyle it or say follow along. I've been really most dedicated to adding in the strength training to my running and training plan. I do know that I will need to incorporate some more cross training and usually that's added in seasonally. So in the winter I'll get out skiing whether it's cross country or back country but it's not something that I do necessarily regularly. I think it's something I should try to incorporate in more regularly and more as you know dedicated training time and cross training time. But for right now, I think I'm going to really approach it the same way that I have running and strength. I will just add things in progressively. So once I get my kind of weight training down and sorted, 
then I'll start to figure out, okay, how can I incorporate hopping on the bike for, you know, X amount of time and what days am I going to do that? I found really when I started this, I had thought about adding in the bike first and having that be my main priority. But as I started to really look into, you know, the ultra runners and what they considered to be a really important part of training, I started to see that, you know, yes, the bike would definitely be beneficial, but really that's more cardio based. And what I needed to add in was more strength. So to keep, you know, my core strong, to keep, you know, build up my legs, build up my, you know, upper body strength, all of that was going to be more beneficial for me to add into my running. Because that's definitely an area that I felt was lacking. And so that became my priority and I kind of sidelined the bike for now. It's still something that, you know, if I can't get out for a run, I'll try and hop on the bike instead, which I haven't been doing over this cold snap either, but we all need a break. And, you know, this time of year, it's nice just to kind of take a breath and relax and not put too much pressure on ourselves. After, you know, I finish this recording, I'm actually going to sit down with my new calendar and plot out, you know, the running time and the strength training time. One thing I'm going to do is just do kind of one month and see if I like the layout of it. I might have to change things up a little bit, but we'll try it and see. I'll plot out, you know, the different races I have planned. I'll drop those in so I can really start working towards them. And I think I'll be looking like after, say, January to start adding in more cross training that isn't necessarily the strength training. I do have to really remind myself, though, that I do all of this because I want to be doing it. I'm not a professional runner. I'm not, you know, even going out to these huge races or anything like that. I really do all of this just for me because I feel better when I do it. I feel better when I'm out running. When I add in strength, it's because... I want to run more and remembering that and not putting so much pressure on is important because as soon as, you know, I start to put that pressure on myself that I need to be achieving, you know, X time or whatever, it really takes away from the whole purpose. If I'm going out and I'm not hitting paces that I feel like I should be, well, then I'm going to berate myself. And what is the point in that? No one's out there timing me. No one honestly cares how far or how fast I run. People probably would rather I not talk about it, in all honesty. So it is all just for my enjoyment. So if you're feeling that, oh, I need to be adding this in, or I should be adding this in, just pull back for a minute and 
remind yourself why you're doing it. Maybe you do have this big grace and you should be adding it in to be able to finish it successfully. But also, what is your goal in that race? Where do you want to land? Are you working towards finishing? Because you really need to enjoy all the time leading up to it as well. As various runners have said over the years and various you know podcasts that I've listened to, the race at the end is the victory lap. We put so much time into building up our running, building up our distance, that if you don't actually enjoy the training aspect of it, then I really wonder what's the point? That's where so much of our time is dedicated to. So if you start to find that you're really just not enjoying it anymore, it might be time to really reassess. If you're not enjoying the running and it's becoming increasingly difficult to get out the door and even once you do, you're not having fun out there, maybe it's time to try something different. Maybe it's time to bust out the bike and try cycling for a while or hiking or some other sport, go skiing, go snowshoeing. Allow yourself time to assess if that's what you want to be spending your time doing. Because you really should be enjoying it. Sometimes it is tough to get out the door and go for a run, especially when it's dark, cold, or miserable out. But every time that I have felt that way in the morning, and I have gotten out the door, by the time I'm out there, I'm happy to be there. And I'm enjoying myself running. Sometimes the run is not feeling great, but I'm still enjoying being there. I might get frustrated because my legs feel heavy, or I'm just for some reason feeling really out of shape on that run, but I'm still happy to be out there. So it really just boils down to that. Remember why you're there. Remember why you're doing this. And it's okay to reassess. It's okay to not add in strength training. It's okay to not add in cross training. If you just really need to get into a rhythm running, then that's okay. This is all a personal journey and something You know, most of us are doing simply for the joy of doing it. I hope you have a great start to 2022. If you have some big run goals or training goals, I would really love to hear about it. Thanks for tuning in to Chasing Barefoot Ultra. If you liked what you heard, I would love it if you would share it with a friend. If you want to find me on Instagram, you can find me at Chasing Barefoot Ultra.